Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Naram Chaiva Narotamam Devim Saraswatim Vyasam Tatojayam Hudirayet Shunvatam Sukhata Krishna Punyashavana Kirtana Vidyantastohya Badrani Vidunoti Suhritsatam Nashta Prayeshu Badreshu Nityam Bhagavata Sevaya Bhagavati Uttamashloke Bhaktir Bhavati Naishtiki Hare Krishna, dear devotees, could, could you all share your names? I'd, I don't know so much who I'm speaking to. It'd be nice to know, and what uh, what role you play in the community. Just something quick, just so I have more of an idea. Would you like to start? I see. Yes, I see you often. Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Jai. Okay. Wonderful. You don't know anything. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. So you know that you don't know anything because you're wise. <laughs> There's Krishna's infinite is always near to know. Nice to meet you. Nandabraja, I know you. Friend of Sadhu Sangha. Long time practitioner. <laughs> Sadhu Sangha Bandhu. <laughs> Jason, I know you. <laughs> I've seen your face before. Okay. 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 Great. Wow. Okay. You've been coming here for a long time. Amazing. Okay. Thank you all very much. My name is Brihat Murdangadas. I've been living in Houston for about six months, helping with the Krishna house there. 
And hopefully, if, if all goes well, then sometime later this year or next year, I'll get to spend some time in this community and, and do the same service. Okay, so we don't have so much time. We'll read over the verse and then talk a bit about Advaita Acharya. So continuing um, Vidura's instruction to his brother, Dhritarashtra. Atodi chim disham yatu Svairagyata gatir bhavan Ituravak prayasha kala Pumsam guna vikarshanaha. A few of you can chant. Atodi chim disham yatu. Svairagyata gatir bhavan. Itorvak prayasha kala. Pung sangu navigarishanaha. Todichim disham yatu. Swaragyata gatir bhavan. Itorvak prayasha kala. Pung sangu Todi chim disham yatu. Swairagyata gatir bhavan. Torvak prayasha kala. Sam guna vikarshana. Okay, let's do the. Disham yatu. Vairagyata gatir bhavan. Itorvak prayasha kala. Sam guna vikarshanaha. Okay, we'll do the word for word together. Ata, therefore, udichim, northern side. Disham, direction. All together. Yatu, please go away. Swai by your relatives. Agyata without knowledge. Sorry, this is what we do in, in Houston sometimes. We have limited time, so for the time I was thinking we could say it all together. So continuing Bhavan of yourself. Ita after this. Aravak will usher in. Prayasha generally. Kala Time, Pungsang of men, Guna qualities, Vikarshana diminishing. You guys don't have the word for word, that's why. <laughs> Usually we have it up on the screen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. High tech. Okay. Translation Please, therefore, leave for the north immediately without letting your relatives know. For soon that time will approach, which will diminish the good qualities of men. 
and purport by Srila Prabhupada. One can compensate for a life of frustration by becoming a dira or leaving home for good without communicating with relatives. And Vidura advised his eldest brother to adopt this way without delay because very quickly the age of Kali was approaching. A conditioned soul is already degraded by the material association and still in the Kali Yuga, the good qualities of a man will deteriorate to the lowest standard. He was advised to leave home before Kali Yuga approached because the atmosphere which was created by Vidura, his valuable instructions on the facts of life, would fade away due to the influence of the age which was fast approaching. To become Narottama, or a first-class human being depending completely on the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna, is not possible for any ordinary man. It is stated in Bhagavad Gita 7.28 that a person who is completely relieved of all taints of sinful acts can alone depend on the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna, the Personality of Godhead. Dhritarashtra was advised by Vidura at least to become a dira in the beginning, if it were impossible for him to become a sannyasi or a narottama. Persistently endeavoring on the line of self-realization helps a person to rise to the conditions of a narottama from the stage of a dira. The dira stage is attained after prolonged practice of the yoga system, but by the grace of Vidura, one can attain the stage immediately, simply by willing to adopt the means of the dira stage, which is the preparatory stage for sannyas. The sannyas stage is the preparatory stage of Paramahamsa, or the first grade devotee of the Lord. Om Jnana Timarandasya Jnanam Jana Shalakaya Shakshurun Militam Jena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Vanchakalpatrubhyascha Kripasindhu Bhevacha Patitanam Pavanibhyo Vaishnavibhyo Namo Namaha So, we are continuing Vidura's instructions to Dhritarashtra and he is advising Dhritarashtra to leave immediately for the north because Kali Yuga is quickly approaching. And Kali Yuga degrades the good qualities of human beings. It's said in the first canto, first chapter, 11th verse, that Prayenal Payusha Sabya Kalo Asmen Yugejana Manda Sumanda Matayo Manda Bhagya Hupadruta. That in the age of Kali, people will have short lives. They will have uh, lower intelligence. They'll be very quarrelsome, lazy, and misguided. So this influence is, uh, we see all around right now, it's so much more degraded. 5,000 years after uh, Vidura was, was seeing the influence of Kali starting to come, and uh, so we can very tangibly perceive the, the ill effects of Kali Yuga. And so what we need is to have somebody like Vidura, because it's very difficult to become renounced. There's so much uh, material hankering in, in the hearts of people of this age that, that to try to, to take up a life of, um, of renunciation, even practical renunciation, using the fruits of our work for Krishna, not necessarily adopting the sannyas order. 
but simply to be, to work in a detached way is so difficult in this age. And so we need the guidance, we need the grace of one like Vidura, as Srila Prabhupada says. So although it's so difficult to take up, um, to come to the sannyas stage or the paramahamsa stage, one can advance by the grace of a pure devotee. And so, by their guidance, we're able to overcome. The acharya is like the, the boat, and they take us across what is normally a great ocean. This material world is like a great ocean. But by the grace of the, the acharya, uh, it becomes just like a, the water in the size of a calf's hoof print, and then uh, we can get across no problem. And those devotees like Vidura, um, they have great compassion for the people of this age. And they want to see people in general benefited. They feel great pain seeing the misery that people are in. They see great pain. We might see um, a homeless person on the street and feel compassion that they're sitting out in the the Dallas cold. Um, But a devotee like Vidura um, is seeing even so much more. He's seeing the big picture that millions of people are going to be suffering because of the influence of the age of Kali. And then what to speak of, uh, Advaita Acharya, who is an incarnation of Mahavishnu. I was meditating this morning on on Mahavishnu having the perception of every universe. So even if we have the compassion to consider all the beings on this planet or all the beings in the universe. Mahavishnu has the perception of all the beings in all of the material universes. And the Brahma Samhita, it said that he has Adhara Shakti, this all-accommodating potency. So I was meditating on, on what does that mean, that uh, at least in my understanding that, that uh, Mahavishnu has has compassion that is all accommodating. He he sees all the living beings in all the material universes and has compassion for the, the situation that we're in. Endlessly hitting our head against a wall and not realizing what we're doing. So I wanted to talk a little bit about what I know of Advaita Acharya and then I'd like to hear from others different pastimes or, or aspects of, of Advaita Acharya that you know. The main thing that I wanted to relate about Advaita Acharya is that uh, he is he sees himself as a servant of Krishna and he has this uh, this is in the Chaitanya Charitamrita this is what Advaita Acharya says Chaitanya Radasamuni, Chaitanya Radas, Chaitanya Radasamuni, Tanya Das. This means that I'm a servant of Krishna, I'm a servant of Krishna, or a servant of Chaitanya, servant of Chaitanya, servant of Chaitanya, and a servant of his servants. This is how Advaita Acharya thinks of himself. Das Anudas Anudas. And then the next verse, Krishna Das Kaviraj says, saying this, Advaita Prabhu dances and loudly sings. 
Then at the next moment, he quietly sits down. <laughs> really like this. Gives a, a little picture of who is Advaita Acharya. Um, he is a servant of Lord Chaitanya. And uh, the, he feels such great ecstasy in service to Krishna. And Krishna Das Kaviraj also says that all the devotees of Lord Chaitanya are in, in great ecstasy from this, this feeling that I am a servant of Krishna. Because there's great freedom in feeling oneself to be a servant. If we think we're a master, then we have so much to take care of. <laughs> if we think we're Krishna, we've got everything to worry about. <laughs> and limited intelligence and limited potency with which to manage this whole universe. So we're in this delusion that I'm the Prabhu, that I'm the one making this all happen. And we get in great anxiety. And we forget that there's such a great ecstasy in just feeling ourselves to be just simply a servant. Because then we recognize that we can only do what we can do. We, we do our best with what little service Krishna has given us. And we feel satisfied. And then at the higher stages, like Lord Chaitanya's devotees, like Advaita Acharya, we feel great ecstasy just from that feeling that I'm a servant of Krishna. Krishna Das Kaviraj says that this feeling, the sentiment of servitude, it comes from Lord Balaram. And he also explains that this feeling of servitude pervades all of the devotees in Goloka Vrindavan. That even Mother Yashoda and Nanda Maharaj, in a way they feel themselves to be a servant of Krishna, although they see themselves as Krishna's father and mother, they also still have this feeling that I am Krishna's servant. And they feel great ecstasy from that feeling that I am a Krishna's servant. And so Advaita Acharya, he... He calls out, this is uh, the main image that I think of when I think of Advaita Acharya, in his great compassion, like Vidura, seeing the influence of the age of Kali coming, he was thinking that, Lord Krishna, you must come. You have to come take an incarnation because the people of this age are so degraded and so misguided. And so, worshipping his Shalagram Shilas with some Tulsi leaves, Ganga water, he, he was calling out and his, his cries penetrated the material universe and they entered the spiritual sky and uh, the vibrations reached Krishna and Goloka Vrindavan. And uh, then one of his external reasons for coming as Lord Chaitanya was due to this, this sincere calling of, of Advaita Acharya. So, yeah, we like Advaita Acharya, we should try to, to recognize the suffering of the people in general in this age, the heavy influence that Kali has on people and on ourselves. If nothing else, at least at the beginning, we, we call out to Krishna like Advaita Acharya just, just to help us to overcome the influence of Kali in our own minds. This morning I was struggling just to stay awake, chanting my japa, and, uh, and and just recognizing that I have so little ability to call out to Krishna. And then with the potency of all the devotees here, when we did kirtan, 
I felt at the at the very end I was thinking of Advaita Acharya and I was I was meditating on him calling out to Krishna. And I was Nanda Braja was chanting so loudly and and really calling out to to Radhakalachanji. So I I felt close to Advaita Acharya uh, doing kirtan. And it helps me recognize the strength that that comes in devotee association that we we can call out to Krishna much more sincerely in the association of other devotees. Because the influence of Kali is so strong, devotees will, will keep us afloat. It's already close to 8.30. These are just a few thoughts. But I'd like to hear from you all what you know about Advaita Acharya, what pastimes you'd like to share. Do we have a portable mic, potentially? Or maybe you could just say it loudly. That's fine. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. I was thinking also of uh, the beginning of Krishna book, all the um, demigods headed by Brahma, they approach Mahavishnu and ask for an incarnation of Krishna. And so yeah, Mahavishnu is the one who, who asks for Krishna to come in, in Krishna Lila as well. So Advaita Acharya playing the same role in Gora Lila asks for Lord Chaitanya to appear. Okay, what else? Please share something, some realization about Advaita Acharya, how we can be like him, one of his pastimes. I know you all know a lot about Lord Advaita Acharya. Uh, this point that he was saying that he was always in the mood of being the servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would always give him respect mm-hmm. because he was elder to him. He was elder than even Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's father. And at the same time, he was a, a god-brother of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's spiritual master. Mm-hmm. So Advaita disciple Acharya of Madhavendra Puri. Was, was a disciple of Madhavendra Puri. So Ishwara Puri, Mah- uh, Mahaprabhu's spiritual master, was also a disciple of Madhavendra Puri. So he would always accord him great respect. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu would always respect mm-hmm. Advaita Prabhu. But he didn't like it <laughs> because his mood was he always wanted to be the servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, like the verse that you read. So one time what he what he does is um, he goes away from Navadvip to Shantipur, which is a little bit south, and then he starts preaching Mayavad. <laughs> <laughs> then Chaitanya Mahaprabhu gets to know this. Then he goes there and starts beating him up. <laughs> and then his wife, Sita Thakurani, she comes out and says, don't beat him up. He's an old man. He'll die if you beat him up. But then Advaita Prabhu is so happy that at this point, <laughs> he got uh, chastised or even rather beaten up by uh, Mahaprabhu. That such was his mood of servitorship mm. that he went to extreme ends. <laughs> that... Uh, Mood of servant of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Thank you very much. And the Braja Prabhu? Thoughts on Advaita Acharya? Um, I, I, think I was uh, pulled up a picture of Advaita Acharya this morning. I was this beautiful long beard, white beard, white hair, white clothes. Wisdom, you know, 
There's one pastime I always love reading because it's so funny. When uh, Nityananda Prabhu and Lord Chaitanya go to the house of Advaita Acharya and he feeds them this big feast. <laughs> Just mountains of rice, all these different preparations. Lord Chaitanya doesn't even want to take anything because he's playing the role of a sannyasi. And... Uh, and he, he's uncomfortable taking this much opulent prasadam. He's, he's a sannyasi. But then Nityananda Prabhu, <laughs> he gets this mountain of prasadam, and he says, Advaita Prabhu, I thought I was going to break my fast today. <laughs> you haven't given me anything to eat. <laughs> There's so many more details, but it's a really wonderful pastime. So if, if we have time today, definitely we should take a moment and to read that pastime or or chapter 6 in the Adi Leela which describes more of the, the philosophical side of who is Advaita Acharya. Yeah, the main thing really that stuck out from Advaita Acharya is, is this compassion. I was thinking of, of Srila Prabhupada as well in relation. He, Srila Prabhupada is our founder Acharya. There's Advaita Acharya and we have Srila Prabhupada founder Acharya. And... Uh, these acharyas have such great compassion for the people of this age. And so in some way or other, we should pray to Advaita Acharya today that we can develop some compassion, that we can understand the, the miserable, the, the terrible situation that this world is in. The people in general are, are in anxiety, in fear every day. Even if they have all their physical things taken care of, People are miserable. They have no satisfaction, no understanding of, of the goal of life. And so Advaita Acharya can help us to develop some compassion for the people of this age, some desire that we can go and help, that we can give prasadam to somebody, we can give a book to somebody, or just tell someone at the grocery store some, some nice words of, of wisdom, some nice words of kindness. And then we can also pray to Advaita Acharya that while we chant, we can call out with the same intensity or even some fraction of the intensity that, that he calls out to, to Lord Krishna. And then if, if we do call out to Krishna like that when we're chanting Japa, then we will definitely develop great compassion because that's the nature of a Vaishnava. If our heart is soft from chanting Hare Krishna, then we will naturally feel great pain to see the miserable situation of this world. And we'll feel a very strong desire to go share this great gift. So if, if nobody has anything else, that is my, my request of myself and anyone else hearing. is Please pray to Advaita Acharya to empower ourselves and, and the whole community here of Dallas. We want to do a Krishna house here, hopefully, in the near future. And uh, that will be a great mission of compassion um, to be training up a, a young generation of, of preachers who can go out and, and really make a difference in the world. Okay. Thank you all so much. Very grateful to be here with you all. Srila Prabhupada ki jai. Grantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam ki jai.